Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with you on a Sunday afternoon with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Man, Labor Day weekend. It's hard to believe. Yeah, this year just feels like it's flying by and, uh, you know. So in some cases, that's good, and in some cases, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could say some people might be ready for it to fly by, right? <laughs> I think we're very much ready for 2020 to come to a conclusion, and hopefully uh, much better things awaiting us in 2021. Uh, Dr. Mann, we're going to revisit a topic here that uh, is very popular with the listening audience because it, it's really fascinating to talk about, but we're going to be talking about Healthy Start and Dr. Mann school has started back for most of the listening area and many are going the virtual route because of COVID-19 of course and you know this has given many parents the chance to spend time with their kids while they're learning and uh, and to get better insight on their children so talk to us about those parents that are listening who are listening that may have some concentration issues you know they're, they're noticing these issues with their children or learning issues and how that could be a sign of a sleep breathing disorder. Yeah, you know, it's funny with virtual, you know, a lot of parents are getting that time with their kids and they they may see what teachers are seeing where their kids might not be able to concentrate. Um, their kids might have a little bit of problem catching on with certain things like math and um, science. Uh, these uh, can be a sign of sleep breathing disorders. You know, one of the uh, things that I tell people with sleep breathing disorders is um, Children who have sleep breathing disorders tend to show signs of ADHD, um, attention deficit disorder. Um, and the reason why is because they're not getting the sleep. If you think about young toddlers, um, and they can have sleep breathing disorders as well, but when young toddlers don't get the sleep that they need, they tend to act out. They tend to, you know, get, you know, crying and, and staying awake and, and hyper. A little bit different with adults. We tend to, you know, be sleepy throughout the day. But kids act a little bit differently. And so uh, a lot of studies out there are showing that much of the ADHD that's being diagnosed out there is really the underlying cause is sleep breathing disorders in kids. So, um, and the reason is, if you look at it, what are the kids that are being diagnosed with um, ADHD who go on medication, what are they getting? Well, they're getting a stimulant, which, you know, if... Uh, it was due to not being able to concentrate due to a lack of stimulation you, or, or overstimulation. You would think that they would not be given a, stimu a stimulant, but a downer. So um, what we're finding is these kids are sleepy. And when you give them a stimulant, it actually makes them more alert so that they can concentrate. So uh, a lot of the uh, studies are showing that. And you can uh, get more information about that side of it, ADHD um, and uh, concentration studies uh, from thehealthystart.com. And it'll go in and, and show you five, six, seven studies that they did, even blind studies where they gave placebos versus, um, you know, uh, the ADHD medication to show that a lot of these um, issues that we're seeing with concentration and uh, below uh, performance in school is due to uh, the fact that they're not breathing properly when they're sleeping at night. 
Yeah. And, you know, those are some pretty serious issues. But, um, you know, in talking with you about these sleep breathing disorders, um, they can cause more problems than just learning and concentration issues. What, what are some of the other issues that can result from that? Well, one of the th- uh, common things that we see is mouth breathing. Uh, mouth breathing, um, if you're seeing that, that can cause many problems. Um, one of the things that people don't like to talk about that is a sign of a sleep breathing disorder is um, waiting the bed at night. Um, we, we have a lot of kids that are past the time when they should be um, potty trained that are still wetting the bed. This is a sign of a sleep breathing disorder. Usually comes from mouth breathing where they're not breathing through their nose. Um, uh, the, other, the other problems that, uh, that we see is they're not developing their skeletal profile when they're having these sleep breathing disorders because of the bad habits they may have. So uh, we're seeing a lack of the development of their, uh, their jaws. Um, and the other problems that, that we can see is we can see, um, you know, obnoxious behavior where they just uh, fight out um, all of a sudden. Um, and that's, that can be, uh, you know, very uh, terrifying for the parents because they think they're being a bad parents when in reality it's just that they're not getting the quality sleep that they need. And um, <clears throat> the other, other issues is um, speech impediments. Uh, we see, you know, some speech uh, problems early on in those who have sleep breathing disorders. And um, so those, those are probably the most common ones. And of course, let's not forget about being tired all the time. Um, and, and, and ornery. So those are some of the things that we're seeing with sleep breathing disorders um, and we're treating in our office um, on a regular basis. I want to go back to something that you just mentioned, Dr. Mann, and that was bedwetting. Um, I'm, I'm always shocked to hear that, you know, sleep breathing disorders could be or typically are the cause of uh, bedwetting at night. Can you, can you go into that a little bit as to how that happens? Well, most of what we're seeing is, is mouth breathing. Um, when you're a mouth breather, you tend to not, you tend to skip your phases of sleep. And there's, there's many phases of sleep, up to four, up to five. But um, the, the, the child who's bedwetting, who's mouth breathing, tends to stay in deep sleep. And they skip over REM a lot of times. And so um, what happens is they're not going into the phases of sleep. And so they tend to be such a heavy sleeper that they don't, they can't hold their pee and or they wake up. They also, if they're having apnea events, which kids can have apnea, believe it or not, they go into a fight or flight because of their lack of oxygenation. And that can also create urine problems um, with a fight or flight. Um, and when I say fight or flight, is this, it's kind of like if someone you know, put, put their hands around your neck and you couldn't breathe, you would, you would have extra strength and you would fight harder. Well, they're doing that in their sleep. And of course, um, you know, you can urinate um, pretty easily, especially when you're in deep sleep um, and you go from deep sleep back up to light sleep in that fight that you're doing. Um, and, and then you lose uh, cognitive ability. So it's, uh, it's one of those things where um, it, it can be a multitude of things, but we don't really um, know the specific reason why, but we do know that mouth breathing is, 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 is a big contributor to it. And so when we look at mouth breathing, that's one of the things that, that comes along with some of the symptoms of mouth breathing is, uh, or some of the uh, repercussions is the bedwetting. And it's a very frustrating um, problem to have because if you're a parent and you have someone you, you kind of uh, that's doing that, you want to blame yourself. And many times it, it's not um, your fault. And, and, and the kid 
tends to lose a, a little self-confidence because of the social aspect of it. You know, they're scared to go over and, and spend a night with other friends. And, you know, uh, it, it, it is embarrassing once they reach a certain age. And so if we can catch it early, um, when they're three, four years old, we can stop it really quickly um, with healthy start. Yeah, that's such a uh, an interesting tidbit because I'm sure parents who are frustrated and dealing with bedwetting with their children wouldn't think to uh, to look up healthy start. But that's a good thing to know to be able to research and to find more information about. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, head over to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website. Remember, man with two N's, smileman.com. You can also call 919 462 nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight to book an appointment to see dr man and you can also go to the healthy start.com a quick break and back with more you're listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley man on fm 98.5 am 680 wptf news talk traffic You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Don't forget, you can always go to SmileMan.com. That's man with two N's, SmileMan.com to find more information about Dr. Mann and the services that he provides. You can also look up information about his three locations in Cary, in Garner, and in Fuquay. And Dr. Mann, we're talking all about Healthy Start today, and we're gone over the uh, the important issues related to sleep breathing disorders and um, you know dr. man we've been talking about how parents may have a new perspective with uh, giving covid 19 and many students uh, doing the uh, going back to school in an online environment as opposed to going back physically to school but um, let's talk about the the toddlers and the younger children. What can parents look for as signs that they may have a sleep breathing disorder? And we may have, have touched on a few of these at the end of the last segment. Yeah. One of the things that parents need to do um, on a regular basis, even up to age six, seven, eight years old, is they need to watch their, their kids sleep on um, their toddler's sleep. If you're seeing, uh, hearing snoring, if you're seeing mouth breathing on a regular basis, if you're seeing, hearing them grind their teeth, um, if you're seeing restless sleep where you're, they're waking up, um, you know, on the opposite end of the bed, if they're, if they're sweating profusely every night, bedwetting, um, those are the common things that you want to look for and see in someone who has a sleep breathing disorder. Now, doesn't mean they have to have all of them. They can have one of them and it still be a sleep breathing disorder. Um, so restless sleep is a very common thing that shouldn't necessarily be, um, you know, it should just be brushed off. Um, if you know, it's not common for someone to end up on the other side of the bed once they reach a certain age, five, five years old, four and five. Um, the other thing that we want to look at is what is the appearance of the child? Do they have dark circles under their eyes on a regular basis? Are they breathing through their mouth during the day? And uh, a lot of times people think that breathing through the mouth has to do with, um, you know, a, a noise that you hear. That's not true. If, you're, if your uh, child's lips are parted while they're just sitting there at rest and they're not running, but they're just sitting there, if they're parted, they're probably breathing through their mouth. So that's a major sign. Um, some of the other signs um, that, we, that we mentioned are physical, you know, the, the stuttering um, and things 
of that nature. But um, it's it's a pretty easy e easy thing to determine if you start looking at at these different signs. And again, thehealthystart.com is a great place to go because they have all the the symptoms listed there. And there's many of them. There's about 18. But uh, definitely, if if we have someone out there listening that that they think that their child may be, um, you know, having a sleep breathing disorder or have some of the symptoms that we mentioned, you can go to their website and they can fill out a form and actually rate um, the probability of having a sleep breathing disorder. But um, it's a very common thing. Their, their, their studies predict there's about three out of 10 kids have some form of a sleep breathing di disorder, um, or multiple, excuse me, um, symptoms of sleep breathing disorder. And about six out of 10 have one at least one symptom of a sleep breathing disorder. So it's a very common thing. Yeah. And you can understand how this would often go undiagnosed because I know when I put my three-year-old and my seven-month-old down, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm celebrating Dr. Van. I'm like, all right, I finally exactly. get some yeah. time to myself. I don't, I, I, my first thought isn't, oh, I should watch them sleep to see uh, how things are working here, but um, yeah, yeah or you're so or, or you're so tired you fall asleep with them, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> We're reading the stories and you're zonked yeah. out probably before they are. But um, let's get into some of the causes of sleep breathing disorders, Doctor Man. What causes this to happen? You know, that's very interesting. You know, some of the main things that we're seeing is allergies. You know, they they develop an allergy early on, whether it be food or whether there's allergens in the air that they're breathing. And a lot of times it'll cause congestion and or swollen tonsils. And because of that swollen tonsils and that congestion, it becomes more of a um, of a, a habit, I would say, of that's comfortable of them breathing through the mouth. And a lot of times that is the main culprit is breathing through the mouth. Um, if you're a mouth breather, then um, you tend uh, to continue that if you start out and you have these chronic allergies. We see that a lot in kids. Um, if you take care of their allergies, then they tend to want to, and, and you catch it early enough, then, they, then they'll go back to breathing through their nose. But once they establish that habit, then it's very, very hard because um, once you uh, get to a certain age, even if you correct the allergies, they've already formed the habit of breathing through their mouth. And it's very hard for them to go back and breathe through their nose. And remember, when the kids are young, they're developing, you know, they're developing their skeletal profile, but they're also developing their upper airway, which includes their nose and all the passage airway back to their lungs. And if they're not using that, then um, it's not being developed properly like it should. Um, and so the other thing um, that we, we start seeing as a cause is uh, um, of some other issues is um, they'll start tongue thrusting. If, they're, if their um, tonsils start swelling, uh, swelling. They, they're doing that because they're trying to get their tongue forward to open up their airway. Now, what does tongue thrusting do? Well, tongue thrusting creates what we call an open bite. And an open bite is something that <clears throat> you can tell by when your child's teeth are completely together, they're not together in the front. So we call that an open bite. And usually that is occurring, A, because they're a tongue thruster, or B, they have some form of, um, of a habit of sucking on their thumb or their fingers or, you know, a pacifier too long. Um, they, those can cause open bites. Um, uh, uh, that's not normal, and we want to correct it as soon as we can. Um, the other thing that um, can cause them um, as well is, is um, 
is, is central nervous system. There are some central nervous system things that can create uh, sleep breathing disorders that can um, contribute to sleep apnea um, and things like that, that, that cause the child to stop breathing during the night. But for the most part, um, uh, from all the studies that have been done, and the reason why a healthy start even, even came about was it's purely habitual or it's habit forming that creates these sleep breathing disorders. Yep. And Dr. Mann, I want to get into treatment, but we do have to take a break. I want to remind you that if you are interested in setting up an appointment to see Dr. Mann, maybe you're noticing some of these uh, sleep breathing disorder symptoms, or maybe you just need a general cleaning. COVID may have put you behind schedule to visit the dentist. Schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann. Go to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com, or call 919-462-9300. 3-8-9-1-9-4-6-2-9-3-3-8 to get a hold of Dr. Mann and visit one of his three locations in Fuquay and Garner and in Cary. A quick break and back with more. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I'm Jason Kong. He is Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Find more about him online at smileman.com. And we're talking all about healthy start and sleep breathing disorders. Dr. Mann, we've gone over uh, what causes sleep breathing disorders. Okay, so uh, we've recognized this. Dr. Mann, tell us how healthy start is the best way to treat these bad habits and these sleep breathing disorders. Tell us how healthy start works. Well, as we stated, the majority of sleep breathing disorders are created by bad habits um, that are created by an underlying cause such as allergies or congestion or whatever it may be. So once um, we, um, you know, can, can determine the underlying cause such as allergies um, and we can correct some of the underlying, we got to get rid of the habits. Um, and, and Healthy Start has created a mouthpiece that the toddlers and the children wear by age group and it's called a habit corrector and it corrects the bad habits. So one of the bad habits we talked about is mouth breathing. So this piece has uh, lips on it that make it very, very hard when the, when the um, uh, child has the mouthpiece in for them to breathe through their mouth. So it kind of forces them to breathe through their nose. Another thing it has on it is these two prongs. They're not, you know, prongs like you would think that would hurt a, hurt a tongue, but if they are a tongue thruster, then it um, is very uncomfortable for them to t- uh, thrust their tongue forward. So what they're going to do is they're going to move their tongue to the roof of their mouth. And the reason why that's so important is when our tongue is on the roof of our mouth, it actually develops the proper skeletal profile. We want our palate to be wide, not narrow. And as we see more and more from sippy cups and pacifiers and things like that, that um, are going on past the age of like 18 months, we're seeing that the palatal is restricting. And what that means is your airway is restricting. So having that tongue is a natural palatal expander so that up in the palate is a natural palatal expander. And it allows the, the, um, the upper maxilla, 
which is the upper jaw, to develop properly. The other thing the habit corrector does is it moves the lower jaw slightly forward. Now, what does that do? Well, it opens up the airway, and it, and it makes that airway wider so that the child feels like, oh, wow, I got a great airway here. I can start breathing through my nose easier, okay? And that forms a habit and starts developing their upper airway, as well as it puts some tension on their condyles, which are the center of growth for the lower jaw. The lower jaw grows from your condyles forward. And one of the things that we also see um, is that the condyle, I mean, excuse me, that the mandible or the lower jaw is recessed. It's not out as far as we were a hundred years ago. A lot of that has to do with our diet. It also has to do with the fact that we are using bottles. We're not breastfeeding as much and we're keeping kids on a soft diet and sippy cups longer. So one of my uh, things that I, I, I try to correct early on if we're with toddlers and we can get them in is we try to work with the parents about getting them off the sippy cups, start drinking out of a cup. The sooner you can do that, the better um, the, and that lower jaw will develop and um, that will help with sleep breathing disorders as well. But that habit correct, corrector is the first step in helping with sleep breathing disorders. Okay, that's the first start. Or that's the the first step. First start. I'm thinking healthy start <laughs> doctor. Uh, so there are there's obviously another portion to this. So if I'm a parent, tell me what to expect if I decide to come to your office for a free consultation with my child, and, and tell me about the stages of treatment the very, after the first step. Yeah. Well, so the, so when you first come in, you will fill out the healthy start um, assessment. The, to, that will rate your, your child's sleep breathing disorder. We get you into that habit corrector. The next step is we follow you until about the age of six when you start getting in your first uh, permanent teeth, which are your upper or lower front teeth. And the goal with Healthy Start is also to align your teeth, which is the second part of Healthy Start, is to align your teeth so that they come in straight. And the reason why we're doing this is because it's easier to move the teeth before they're fully developed, the roots are fully developed into the desired location than it is to wait until the roots fully developed and then try to move it. So Healthy Starts get, gets those teeth in position and straight. So that I, I kind of I use it as it makes them erupt into the center of your arch so that your teeth come together like they should or like they normally should into what we call a class one, which is our desired, um, uh, the way your teeth come together versus a class two, which is when your jaw is really back towards your airway or a class three, which is, is way out. Our goal is to get those teeth and the jaw relations together. And that starts at age six with a second phase, which is called the guide appliance. It guides your jaws and it guides your teeth into the proper position so there's about a 96% chance that you don't have to have a traditional uh, orthodontic treatment or traditional braces. Wow. I think that's something that, uh, you know, kids would look forward to not being, not having to do that. And parents would look forward to not having to pay for that. Uh, Dr. Mann, uh, we're, we're short on time here, but I always like to ask you about the, the pocketbook impact of uh, many of our topics on the show. So, uh, Let's talk about the cost here. Uh, will insurance cover the, the cost of Healthy Start? Well, this is considered orthodontic treatment. Um, so if, if you have a, uh, a policy that has orthodontic coverage on it, then, uh, then Healthy Start uh, is covered, whatever your percentage is. Healthy Start is covered. Um, and um, for those who don't 
uh, have uh, that policy, then um, we have, um, we do much like orthodontics uh, offices. We have payment plans as we see the child. Um, I always, always uh, tell parents, it's usually if you go through all the stages, we will follow the child from about whatever age they bring in, which we recommend if they're having problems to come in by age three. We will follow them to the age of 13 usually, um, sometimes 14 in boys. So we follow them for a long period of time. And, um, but you're not coming into the dental office, but maybe once every four to six months during that period of time for us to evaluate. So it's, um, it, it's a long time um, for us to see them, but it's also a good time for you to you know, stretch out those payments um, and um, avoid having the expensive pay, uh, payments of orthodontic treatment. Very good. And if you want to find more information or set up an appointment to see Dr. Mann for a consultation, go to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. Or you can call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. And if you're interested in finding more about Healthy Start, go to thehealthystart.com. Dr. Mann, we got to get out of here real quick. What do we have on tap for next week? Well, you know, it's after Labor Day and hopefully fall is fast approaching and um, everybody wants all of their teeth for all the holidays. So we're going to talk about those uh, uh, patients who might be missing a tooth and and some of their options um, to get that uh, corrected. Excellent. Look forward to that show. We hope you'll join us again next Sunday for that. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.